coaching, consciousness anchoring, and grief mediumship support. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'll just move right on to the Patreon, which is a darn good deal, because here's the deal with that. There's a $5, $10, and $20 tier. All tiers receive 50% off all of my services all the time. Unlimited discount. As well, the $10 tier gets full access to all content, including all previously recorded content from the last three months. And you would think with only three months, I wouldn't have that much, but boy, there's plenty up there. It would take you a while to get through it, to be honest. So there's plenty to watch and listen to and absorb and learn from. As well, on the $20 tier, my VIPs get a free service every month. So that is like a 75% discount on some of my services. If you would like to have me as a guest on your podcast, or you would like to be a guest on mine, go to my booking link through my link tree and book a podcast interview. If you have a good or service or healing art or intuitive practice that you would like to trade with me for one of my services, let's start the new economy with bartering, shall we? So go book a trade, go book a podcast interview, go book a service and go join the Patreon at Grooving Goddess on Patreon. You will have to go do it in a browser because you can't find it uh, in the app due to the fact that I have it marked 18 plus. So if you would like to join the Patreon, go do that there. And boy, we just can't wait to have you there. The Patreon has grown so fast in the last few months and I know we're just going to keep growing. So come join the Xanadu party and learn more about yourself, space weather, grid work, consciousness expansion, time manipulation and perception and much, much more. It has been a minute, probably since I started the Patreon, since I did a collective energy reading episode. But with everyone talking about the 2-22-22 portal, and with my own... I don't know what I would call it. Like the solar weather and the Schumann resonance and all that is thankfully pretty mild. We are getting a little bit of geomagnetic storm. I'm recording this on 2 Um, Like everyone over the last month or so, I don't know. It just feels like the year started and there is this weird combination of 
a slowdown and also being shot out of a cannon at the same time. A lot of things being accelerated as far as uh, what you would consider. And of course, now every dog in the freaking neighborhood is barking. Um, oop, a card fell out. And, ah, oh, this is really cute. <laughs> this man is walking his dogs. And one of them, for some reason, he had to carry. I guess it was maybe the leash broke or the dog was not cooperating. I don't know. That was very funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and this card that I just pulled from the Syncretic Oracle cards. Wow, can't wait to check into that more. Uh, it just seems like there have been a lot of circumstances that, oh, now I've mixed up all my decoder cards for the syncretic oracle cards. Crap. I'm so out of practice. It is wild. Like, I'm not out of practice pulling cards and reading because I've been reading my ass off, uh, for my patrons because people on the VIP tier get a free service every month. And then, um, when people show up live to the Zoom recordings for grid work and other various topics. Um, I pull cards then as well. But at any rate, uh, it just seems like everyone, including myself, has had kind of shakeups, lots of things happening. Everyone I know. And, uh, you know, I think it kind of depends on, and this is I mean, if you are going through the period of time where you're just now learning how to navigate these tower moments in your life after awakening and learning how to recalibrate with your intensified perception and intuition, I would bet that most of the people who listen to me have probably had some sort of uptick in their intuition, their awareness of synchronicities, their understanding and perception and feel for energy, uh, you know, everything that we talk about with higher consciousness and consciousness expansion. I would be willing to bet that for most of you, uh, over the last month and a half or so, the world has gotten a whole lot louder. Part of what happens is that more people wake up and as they do it's sort of like having an internet server you know or a network where all of a sudden there's a whole lot more people on there an exponentially larger number of people who are connected to this grid that those of us pursuing higher consciousness and uh, greater multi-dimensional expansion we are already attached to and so all of these other people wake up and plug in and they're all freaked out as fuck <laughs> they, they are it's funny because the thing said 404 when i just said that 404 error that's what it is it's a 404 error of all of these people who are newly awakened they're perceiving things that they do not understand and have not experienced before and uh, if you're not consciously aware of that, it can feel like something is wrong with you. It can feel like you are suddenly emotionally overwhelmed, 
overloaded, uh, asking yourself what is wrong with me. And there's a good chance that even if there are things happening in your life at the moment that are challenging, that it's really just this amped up volume. So I invite all of you to find the control panel inside yourself, inside that infinite void within you that I talk about all the time where we are fully embodied and centered. Go find your control panel and turn down the volume on the grid. You know, maybe just the general human collective higher consciousness grid. And uh, sometimes you need to turn down the volume a little bit on the downloads and intuition coming in because that can also be overwhelming depending on what you have going on. And the thing is, is we tend to get in this uh, hierarchical programming state which is perfectly natural considering that is how we have come into the world. That is the world dynamic that we have lived in is one of hierarchical structure where if anyone above us or that we perceive above us is trying to communicate with us or want something from us, we must jump. Uh, and say how high (laughs) when they say jump but the cool thing is is you do not have to be that Uh, and you are not lower than this guidance coming into you we are all equal in this unity consciousness we are all equal in this human experience it's just a matter of how we choose to express our consciousness so it is okay and entirely permissible and expected for you to set the rules for your engagement not only with the material world but with the ethereal world with that guidance with those intergalactic multi-dimensional alien angelic beings guides ancestors all of the different ways that we characterize this source energy and unity consciousness that we are drawing from. So you have the option to say, I need a break. I would appreciate it if you quieted down a little or took turns speaking with me, because when you're all screaming at me, I can't understand a word you're all saying. Um, And then there's also the process of understanding that energy that flows through your body, those activations, those downloads as they're coming through. It can feel like your body is vibrating and you don't necessarily need to interpret it all. It's more like being in a pool of this energy, which is activating things in your genetic and energetic blueprint that you absorb so you are drinking in all of this cosmic water this is something that uh mother gaia has been saying a lot in the sessions i have been doing with people is that we need to absorb this cosmic water and it is not necessary for us to be Uh, taking the baby's temperature every 10 minutes, you know, 
Um, we have so much programming around being productive and being busy and figuring everything out all the time that we don't allow the process to just happen. So part of navigating these tower moments, these challenges, is about being the eye of the storm. The storm in your life, the storm in the world, uh, the storm in the cosmos of all these people waking up. The more you can focus inward and not do too much external seeking. And that doesn't mean listening to me or anybody else means that, you know, you're not doing it right either. It's just if you find yourself spending too much of your time seeking answers or trying to understand how you're feeling in the moment, then you're not in the moment. You know what I mean? Uh, in order to be in the moment, you need to be sitting with those feelings and going, hmm, this is interesting, and observing the situation. Uh, and what starts to happen when you get to the place where you can do that, hmm, they're telling us to use psychedelics again, interesting. Um, what that does when you are able to do that is it allows your processing of challenging situations in your life to go much more smoothly and quickly with joy and ease as Serafina likes to say um, I like to say with balance and a feeling of centered empowerment peace from connection to the all that is what I get from it. So we have some really gorgeous cards here that popped up. And I will pull some Starseed Oracle cards as well. But I have three Syncretic Oracle cards here. And there's this wonderful painting of... Let's see. King of Hearts. So this is a depiction of the King of Hearts. And it shows um, him right side up and also upside down and he is holding a glass of wine and in the right side up position that glass is full in the upside down position the glass is empty uh, so this card is called life medicine and it's a glyph card conscious alignment of forms as spiritual guideposts wielding the creative process as a design compass out evolving ourselves kind of funny because Serafina just did an episode yesterday which is really great I suggest you go check it out on the difference between portals and wormholes but uh, out evolving ourselves we are in a process of live real-time human evolution only from the heart can you touch the sky says Rumi on this card and it is a solar plexus chakra not surprising a lot of us have solar authority and your solar plexus is your center it is your place of power embodiment empowerment the I Ching on there is heaven which is about celestial creation empowerment dragon energy 
So this King of Hearts card says to me that when we, and if you, (laughs) you'll see it online when you look at the picture, but the upside down version, there's just this swirl of energy. And I think this has to do with coming from a place of love. You need to be able to be in a state of love in order to effectively perform celestial creation or co-creation with the universe. If you are not coming from a place of love, that becomes extremely difficult. The next card is Art Awakening. It is Third Eye Chakra. The I Ching is Fire. Does not surprise me. Awareness, Radiance, Phoenix. A lot of you are rising at the moment. It's also a portal card. Conscious creativity, attuning the practice, evolving the possibilities, higher order unlock. The most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It is the source of all true art and science. That's an Einstein quote. And this card on the surface, it's it's like, you know, symbols, light language, uh, pixelated imagery, and... Again, this is about conscious creation. So we're really being asked to tap into love and embracing the mystery so that we can be consciously creating what we desire. And then the last card, which is another portal card. So maybe we all need to uh, take some shrooms tomorrow or something. I don't know. Um, I, this, for entertainment purposes only, I am not endorsing anything. I am not a doctor. Okay, disclaimer done. So this card is about etheric heart. And what is so fun about it is that this is uh, an artwork of Terence McKenna. It shows his mind opening and his face being sort of uh, crystallized a bit like uh, a DMT experience. And of course, there's mushrooms all over it. Um, So this is about our etheric heart, that high heart, turquoise, healing, that connects our crown and our heart. So mystery school, inner magic, initiation rites, mystical life, learning path, transforming education. Part of how we transform education is what I'm talking about. It's going within much more than you are used to rather than seeking external validation. The quote from Terence McKenna on here is, you are a divine being, you matter, you count. You come from realms of unimaginable power and light and you will return to those realms. So a good reminder that we are always in a process of birth and death and birth and death and birth and death and we need to start to think of death in a different context because every death is a birth and vice versa right so if we allow ourselves to have our heart and our mind open and be connected to allowing the mystery allowing the initiation to happen, we're going to have a much faster turnaround. And if any of you are being called to any sort of plant medicine or anything out there, um, 
I cannot tell you how many times the Terrence McKenna card has come up since December. It is ridiculous. Uh, There's that card, and then there's several other medicine cards in the deck, which all have to do with ayahuasca, uh, DMT, and psilocybin. So, perhaps that's something for some of us to consider. Um, I may be doing that soonly myself. As I said before, this is all entertainment. (laughs) I don't know why I care. I live somewhere where it's legal. But at any rate, um, if you're feeling stuck or you're feeling trapped in any particular way in your mind or in your heart or in your past traumas, that might be a helpful avenue to break through those, but be sure that if you're going to do that, you're doing it in a way that is safe for you and you're, you know, you're supported, you're in a safe place, you have someone with you. This is not something that you just want to go off in the woods alone and do, in my opinion. Anyway, it doesn't sound very safe. All right, let's see. <clears throat> Just gonna pull a couple Starseed Oracle cards to go with this. Let's see what picture that gives. Interesting. All right, so we have the I Remember card, and there's a beautiful uh, figure at a pool of water, but it also looks like crystals, and it also looks like a galaxy peering down into that water soul plan, the fated life versus the destiny life. And Heraeus, I think that would be pronounced. Longing for home, homesick for the stars. I think it's very common as we get to these places of transition, these jumping off points to get into the time flow, moving towards a more crystalline existence and embracing that activation within yourself and making the conscious choice to jump into something different it can make us homesick for the stars because it makes us remember it makes us remember even if we don't consciously remember we remember the feeling we remember the feeling and so that can generate a longing for home and homesickness that I'm realizing as I'm talking about it now that that's probably some of the ennui that I have been feeling myself. So it's important for us to remember that we did have a soul plan. We did come here for a reason and that um, we will go back to those places one day if that's how we choose to express our consciousness. But we are here for a reason. So I remember... There was a moment before you were born when you chose the conditions of the life you're living right now, when you plotted out these exact moments along the timeline of your life. We live in a world of free will and therefore these moments become our destiny only through saying yes. So this is just a reminder that just because you have a contract doesn't mean that you have to keep doing that. You can... uh, surrender to what's happening if that feels right but you can also make a different choice there is nothing that says that your fated life has to be the destiny life 
destiny is when you say yes to whatever it is. So if there is something that you're really being called to do and you feel like it's part of your plan, but it conflicts with something else, it may be time to surrender to that change and shift. Hurayath. Hurayath. Uh, it's a Welsh word that's difficult to translate, but it refers to a certain longing or homesickness, a yearning for a home or place to which we cannot return. This unexplainable, unshakable longing for home is common in starseeds and old souls. Perhaps you've had it since birth. So this yearning for home is understandable, but you're not here alone. There's a lot of other people here just like you. Anchor all of your presence your personality, your soul, and your spirit in the here and now. To fully commit to living this life right now. To commit to putting two feet completely in. So, this is an acknowledgement of, yes, there is a homesickness. There is a longing. When you start to connect with higher and higher dimensions and levels of your own expression of consciousness, you feel that homesickness. But in order to live the human experience that you want to and the one you came here to live you must be fully embodied in it and you must be focused on the present the here and now not worrying too much about future and not focusing too much on the past we can choose differently we can change our destiny simply by our choices and you're all doing a magnificent job you truly are I want you to know that all you need to do is just keep holding your vision keep focusing on your microcosm of the macrocosm and what you create internally will externally manifest out in the world now I do want to clarify before I wrap that up that this is not in any way to say that if awful things are happening in your life that it's your fault somehow or that you should you know you need to feel blame for that or like well you made your bed you lie in it that's not what this is at all this is an empowerment and a reminder that you do get to make your choices you do get to choose you are here you are now get in your body do things to feel enjoyment and joy and fun and love and creativity and expansion in your body doing those things is what helps us transition out of whatever experience that we happen to be in at the moment We don't get out of the experience we don't want to be having by wallowing in it or allowing it to overcome us completely. There's a difference between feeling your feelings and allowing it to flow through you and tidying up the guest room, moving those feelings or that experience in. Uh, looking at it every day, crying about it all the time, making yourself more sad, 
Sometimes you really just need to shake up your energy and focus on what's right in front of you. Uh, the cup of coffee you're making, what you're going to do with your day, um, what tasks you want to accomplish. Throw yourself into those in the moment. Listen to music, daydream, whatever gets you out of that dense, uncomfortable energy. And I'm not talking about spiritual bypassing because Sometimes we just kind of need to sit with those feelings. But what I mean by sitting with those feelings is allowing them to just be observed and flow through you. You don't need to go through all of the memory banks of everything that's ever happened in your life. Every incident, every conversation, every moment that was challenging... You don't need to go through everything happening in the external world, doom scrolling, looking at news, um, checking in with 15 readers uh, to assure yourself that whatever you're feeling is normal and okay. Um, Because if you're feeling it, it's normal and okay, unless it's completely overwhelming and debilitating, and then you might actually need, you know, a little more help with that in the way of counseling or whatnot. But if you are having this kind of ennui or anxiety or whatever it is you're feeling, just recognize that it's there and it doesn't need to have a reason. It's just flowing through you. It is clearing things out. It is changing your mindset. It is clearing out the cobwebs. Uh, So allow yourself to recognize it, but do your best to not stay there. Here's an analogy, all right? You're walking along a path, a hiking path, let's say, and um, there's a mud puddle. You don't see the mud puddle, um, and so you step in the mud puddle. Maybe you even fall down and part of you gets all muddy and you're like, oh man, now I'm all muddy. And most of the time, the normal reaction to that circumstance would be uh, wipe off what you can and trudge back to your car, you know, <laughs> find a towel, take off your pants if you have to. <laughs> to drive home. This sounds like I'm speaking from personal experience because I am. I actually had this happen one time. It was really hilarious how filthy I was. But the point is, um, after you step in the puddle, it's highly unlikely that in the material world, you would throw yourself down in the puddle, roll around in the mud, get covered in as much goop and glop as you could and you know cry and flail around as if you're never going to get out of this freaking puddle uh you would get up you would go home you would take a shower you might have to clean out your car you know you deal with the practical needs of this mud puddle (laughs) So if you've stepped in a puddle of crappy feelings, 
um, go wash it off. Maybe you even need to literally do that in the shower or in the tub. I'm going to do that today because I have certainly been feeling some ennui and it is not unreasonable. I did have a bit of a heartbreak lately, uh, recently I should say, but you know, I allow myself to feel those things and then I get up, I wash off the mud and I keep going. And a lot of times that's all life is, is getting up and remembering to keep going. I hope all of this gives you a bit of hope. I feel like these cards are very positive and should be encouraging to you to know that you really have everything laid out before you. You have everything you need to create change in your life. You have everything you need. You have your sovereignty. You have your centeredness. You have the ability to fully embody in this human experience and be empowered and sovereign and making your own choices to choose your own destiny. And as a result of doing that for yourself, that ripples out to the rest of the world and affects the rest of the world. So much love to you all. And I think my next, trying to remember which interview is next up on the roster to come out. It's either Pat Crow or Sarah Forney. We'll see. So I love you all. And I will talk to you again soon, I'm sure. I'm sort of on vacation. But uh, don't forget to check out the Patreon because it really is a ton of fun. Um, We have lots of content up there to help you, especially if you have any kind of uh, grid work tendencies or you are solar sensitive in any way. Very empowering for you. and kittens let me tell you about meow podcast on youtube this is our collaboration between myself andrea land grieving goddess and seraphina of fraggle ing with seraphina it's hard to believe that we have been doing meow podcast m-e-o-w-w on youtube for almost a year now watch for a lot of exciting upcoming events this year we host a global panel discussion and healing conversations about topics including metaphysical socio-political health really all about aspects of human and non-human life so come join us on the owl podcast please like subscribe hit that alarm button so that you get notifications of our episodes when they drop we have many guests from grooving goddess and also from fraggling with seraphina as well as entirely different guests that you're not going to get on other podcasts so come listen watch and enjoy meow podcast today you can also find and follow our page on instagram meow podcast and send us a dm if you would like to be on the show or you have any questions or comments or just want to say howdy so come on down and start your stuff 
with us cats and kittens in these healing conversations. Meow podcast. It's not a vibe. It's a frequency. Shadows falling when you hear the cold wind calling. 